Hey guys, welcome to another segment of the FOCO Food Flow, the most sporadically delicious show on the radio. We are here on KRFC Fort Collins, and I am your host, Ivor Margerison, the author, creator, and eater behind the book, The Fort Collins Foodist Bucket List. And today's topic is truly one of the flavor kingpins in the modern food world. It makes breakfast worth getting up for. It turns a tomato and lettuce sandwich into a meal worthy of an abbreviation. And to be perfectly honest, there's really nothing that doesn't have its awesomeness enhanced by being wrapped in this incredibly versatile slice of savory deliciousness. I'm sure you guessed it by now. Of course, I'm talking about none other than bacon. Now, on the topic of bacon, obviously, uh, most of us are kind of familiar with it. We know the flavor. A lot of us are probably keen on the flavor. Of course, at this point, I'm going to apologize for my vegan and vegetarian listeners um, to speak that I'm going to speak so generally about the consumption. Uh, with that being said, like it or not, it doesn't hurt to know something about it. So what exactly is bacon? Well, to put it simply, bacon is a cut of pork um, in America. Most often, it's pork belly, which then obviously it raises the question, what's the difference between pork belly and bacon? Well, the difference is that bacon undergoes a curing process. So scientifically speaking, when you cure meat, uh, normally it refers to um, adding salt to it. So there's two different ways to cure something. You can either rub it with salt or you can submerge it into a brine, which is basically salt water. Now, as you cure the meat, a lot of different things happen. Now, the primary one is that it can actually preserve meat. And this is how it first came about. Our ancestors found that if they left meat out and they ate it later, it spoiled, they got sick. So they found a way around that. They found that if they added salt, that for some reason, the meat lasted longer. So what happens is when you add salt to meat, the sodium molecules of the salt are actually smaller than the water molecules. So the salt goes into the meat, and as it goes in, it pushes the water out. So it basically dries out the meat. Now, obviously, all the bad things that happen to food, things like mold, um, spoilage, those sorts of things like moisture. So by putting the salt in, taking the moisture out, you're able to create an environment that decreases the likelihood of spoilage. Pretty simple. So which raises the next question, why are we curing meat if we have refrigerators? Which is a great question. Well, it just so happens that the curing process also does a few different things to the flavor of the meat. Now, first off, the, the way that the salt kind of goes in and takes the moisture out, it concentrates the meat. It kind of, it focuses things down. And by doing that, the flavor also concentrates. But perhaps the most important part of curing meat is that the amino acids within the meat actually increase. Now, these amino acids are what are responsible for giving meat its umami flavor. Umami is actually one of the sixth tastes that the human tongue picks up on. And it's what you would call um, savory. You know, it gives meat its craveability. So when you cure pork belly, you turn it into bacon and you increase the umami flavor, which is obviously good for several reasons. So that's basically it. You got a pork belly, you cure it, you put it in salt water, you rub it with salt. At the same time, a lot of people add sugar, they'll add spices, things like that. Those flavors also go into the meat. Uh, you cure it, and then after that, you dry it. And oftentimes, the drying process involves smoking. A lot of bacon is smoked, which adds another flavor that many of us also find desirable. So at that point, you've turned uh, pork belly into bacon. Although I should point out that I'm using the term bacon loosely because in different parts of the world, it kind of means different things. Uh, perhaps the variation that we're most familiar with here in America would be Canadian bacon, which is actually refers to a cut of the eye of a pork loin, which is then um, cured. So it's a much leaner cut. It doesn't have that layer of fat that we're used to with American bacon. 
but fatty or lean, all this talk about bacon. Um, obviously, I can't let you guys get out of here without me sharing my favorite Fort Collins eatery to get my bacon game going, which is, of course, William Oliver's Whiskey and Bacon Pub, a Fort Collins-based restaurant and bar that features a bacon-centric menu. I'm going to stop myself right there because I know what you're asking. What the heck is a bacon-centric menu? Here's my answer. They literally have a dish called pint o bacon It's a pint glass full of mind-blowingly perfectionist bacon, thick-sliced, of course, and it's served with a shot glass full of maple syrup to dip the bacon in. I kid you not, a glass of bacon and a shot glass of maple syrup, it can be yours only at William Oliver's. And with that, I'm going to wrap things up for today. Again, guys, this has been another segment of the FOCO Food Flow. Thanks so much for stopping by. Until next time, stay hungry, Fort Collins.